fellas. Here's something. Ooh. <laughs> That's cold, Jay. That's cold. <laughs> you, you're crazy, Jay. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm a huge RPG fan, like tabletop RPG fan. But Ooh. I will, so I will read games with no intention of playing them, uh-huh. uh, just to read how mm-hmm. they're designed, what their world building is, uh, for inspiration, and just because I find the form of it really interesting, and. I've been really enjoying reading one called Mechanical Dream. Which... Mechanical, is, uh, mechanical incredibly team. richly realized. It's so creative in its scope and its ambition, and it seems unplayable. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, You're really selling me. There is, there is so much buy-in. You have to, like, assert just to... Not even to start, like, playing your character, but just have a sense of how the world works. Like, you have to explain gravity and uh, heliocentrism in your, like, D&D uh-huh. campaign before you even start up talking about dragons. Because, boys... Oh, my God. Boys, the sun... Okay, the sun works on a pendulum. It doesn't... This is, like, on, like, the fifth page. It has to explain the sun doesn't go in a circle around the planet. It is on, like, 180-degree arc, just going back and forth. Interesting. And that's so like, the start. The, the, depending on where the sun is on the pendulum is, like, whether it's nighttime or not? Right, right. But, see, there's see there's okay. day, there's night, then there's the dream, which is, like, a psychic, like, state um, oh my god! Yeah, and there's no like planet. There's no like dirt anywhere. Not really, because everything is trees. Everything, <laughs> all the cities and metropolises and villages are all just on different branch, interconnecting branches of giant, giant, giant trees. This is a, a game that if someone was like, "Hey, Vern, you want to play this?" and they started explaining the rules to me. I would start crying. Oh, I haven't even got. Would... Oh, Vern, I haven't even gotten to the Orpies. The Orpies. The Orpies. Tell us about the Orpies. The or- so, so Orpies are fruit that live underground. There's no like soil anywhere because there's trees, but there is an underground. Um, and the- excuse okay. me, Justin, the fruit lives underground. It, it's where you get it. <laughs> it okay, it's it's grown underground. Yes. I thought we were talking about a sort of. Like a way a child would explain that potatoes live underground. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they grow. The, the, the Orpi grow underground. And you have to eat them to live. And the book says no one knows why. You just have to eat a fruit like every couple days or you die. Or you oh, die. Okay. And there's only like one group of people who know how to grow and harvest them. So you can't, like, go around and do, like, cool adventure stuff because you have to worry about your Orpy supply. Oh, my God. So there's, like, a, like a, you have to, like, a kind of, like, base management thing yes. where you, can, you can't venture too far out 
away from this resource that you need to uh, to stay alive. Right, and stay you, alive. And you can't like scavenge like for food because you have because you also have to scavenge for orpies. And you need to understand. Gods to scavenge for orpies, <laughs> dude. I'm orpies. always saying this. You got to go to your orpy guy to get your orpy fruit because only like a very certain, only like a very select group of people know how to do it. Um. Oh, and don't. Uh, and then there's then there's the e flow, which also no one understands. <laughs> the e flow. The e flow. The e flow. <laughs> like like if flow from progressive became an e girl. <laughs> To quote <laughs> E-Flow, colon, most people do not understand what E-Flow is or how it keeps them alive. Rather, the masses believe that Orpi is the source of their survival. E-Flow exists everywhere, but it's such small quantities that it is practically impossible to detect. Oh, I'm fucking bleeding out of my ears. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of this game again? Mechanical Dream. And it's or, a tabletop, yes. so it's like you would play it like you would play a a, a D and D. Yeah, it's it's, it's D and D, but there's no elves, there's no dwarves, there's no dragons. There's like fish people. There's like mole people. There's like one of group of people whose whole thing is they just hurt all the time, and that's just oh. kind of all. The <laughs> is it Vern Tooley? <laughs> hold on, it's hold a community on. of old people. It's just... <laughs> Okay, childhood. They... Okay, so they're called the NAF. Um, the NAF. For some inexplicable reason, the e-flow e traveling through a NAF's body is extremely painful. From all reports, it feels as though razor blades are slashing them from the inside. Oh, no. NAF children spend their first few years of life unable to control, fight, or monitor their pain in any way. Oh my god. <laughs> this is just... So is this... This is like playing the RPG on hard mode. This is like the fucking Dark Souls class where you just spawn in your underwear and you have no magic or whatever. <laughs> no, like... no, except except if you do... It's not just your, all, your, you spawn in your underwear. It's that also, for the first hour of the game, someone is just smashing you in the nuts. Every <laughs> oh, 60 <yeah>. seconds. <laughs> Like, you're just getting a crotch shot every minute for no Keeps reason. Keeps you humble, reminds you where you came from. And it, it doesn't help the game. It doesn't... <laughs> it's not like something you can oh, really engage with. It's just a brutal fact of life. Is this like... So this seems like it's a... um, Like, it's a it's a game for people who, like, really love this. Like, yes. um... This is when when D and D don't hit, and you need that black tar shit. Oh, it, exactly. Need... Yeah, like when Bobby Fischer stopped playing chess because he thought it was too easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gotcha. When you need when you need the the that fix, and you just you just can't get it from rolling up another druid. Mm -hmm. You need to roll up the guy who gets his nuts smashed it's, and it's in a, the starting and area. It's a table, so like you just you just buy the. Uh, like the the book yes. to like yeah you just to, buy the book to play it and gotcha gotcha um, but like the the writing of it is very good like it is like really engaging and I'm texting you guys some pictures the art design for it is excellent um just well, this like surreal design. alien like fantasy scape um I you know I will say like ooh. Ooh, you just sent me the picture. Ooh, ooh, yes. Oh, I do like these. Yeah, kind of like nice. a grungy industrial, almost like Farscape aesthetic. Yeah. 
I will say, like, I'm I like not, that dog. Mm-hmm. I'm not super into games like this, but I do think that whole like plot element of like the sun being on a pendulum is very fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very fascinating concept. Yeah, like that's and and the, the, like that's the thing about like fantasy games and or like really about RPGs stuff like that is when you fuck around with not just like politics or like you find intelligent out. species, but with like the basic functioning of like matter, like <laughs> like, like like fucking around with like physics in a very like material way. It becomes a lot. Like, in this game, a day is about 20 hours long. Like, the sun is in the sky for about 20 hours. So you just gotcha. have to navigate these ver- these very real changes to how things work. Like, you can't say, oh, that'll take me an hour. Or we can do that in a day. Um, because you have to change how time works like how your character how how people perceive time like what is a week Mm. then what is a what is a year in a setting that doesn't like or like spin around a planet on an axis like and never mind all of these like other things you have to navigate like the orpy and the e-flow and like all of these just very material changes to everyday life that are non-negotiable like you could choose whether you want to like do magic whether you want to or like be a fighter or whatever you can't negotiate gravity you can't you can't decide that we're just not gonna play uh like 60 seconds to a minute or 60 minutes to an hour and so making those changes are hugely ambitious and do create this really compelling and really, like, truly alien-feeling world. Um, it just sound You just have to be, like, the kind... The, a very specific kind of person who wants to play this. And that kind of person loves spreadsheets. That kind of person... Mm, yeah. Uh, that kind of person loves uh, resource management... Uh, was always the treasurer for whatever school or college <laughs> club they were in. Always they don't, the they don't go to the fundraisers, but they love sourcing like the pizza for it. Of course. Absolutely. They love handing out petty cash. Real petty cash, motherfucker. Right. It, um, this sounds like there's a there's a game that I flirt with sometimes called Darkest Dungeon, um, which is just a punishingly hard mm-hmm. video game about like dungeon exploration where there is a constant madness management feature mm-hmm. oh. uh, where the longer the character spends in the dungeon, the more their madness meter increases if anyone gets like critical hit on everyone's madness meter like jumps up a huge percentage not and and that's on top of like your guy getting damaged Mm -hmm. and like you know that it just seems like they built a whole game out of the madness meter right well so somewhat so a game that does something very similar to that but does it really i think actually quite well is called flying circus which is a sort of fantasy dog fighting game like Basically, well, like, if fun. Porco Rosso was uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm listening. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, and so part of it is kind of limited because all of the, like, adventuring and exploration and, like, combat is 
plane based. Like you really have to want to be like in a plane all the time to really enjoy it. Um, but they have a sort of, but they have a really interesting downtime uh, system where going on missions does wear you out and it does fatigue you. So you have to like, like blow off steam. Which, which can be just sitting quietly and reading, but it can be shopping sprees. It can be, like, getting shit-faced, starting fights, gambling. Um, and, if, and if a character is burned out, you cannot go on a mission again until the party helps them overcome it. Oh, wow. So it does... I mean... So it has built-in tracks for, for doing, like, story sessions... Where you're gonna be just mostly role playing, but it's it's still getting your character. Oh, I do like that. To like it, it create it's good for it. It makes room for great chemistry because your characters are gonna be helping each like engaging with each other, um, getting people to getting other players to feel better in some capacity to go on adventures again is a really interesting concept that again offers great room for role play. And for the yeah. and for the player, it makes you you have to negotiate. Hey, how is my character poor? How does my character poorly deal with something? And how do I, the player, then negotiate that? And how do I then get them to sort, like, so to speak, act more healthily and get back to want to adventure again? Oh, I like that. Yeah, that seems like really fun. It's interesting. It is like, and, and that's the thing is, and I do think it's a. As issue as demonstrated with uh, Mechanical Dream, a lot of stuff in role playing games are more interesting to design than necessarily strictly fun to play. Yes, this I was I was <laughs> thinking this, but not trying to be mean. Where it seems like one of those concepts where it's like, well, if you think about it, like you know, a twenty hour day where the sun swings through the sky, like would change your way of life. And I would go. Yeah, I bet it would. Uh, moving on, seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to to consider, a lot to deal right. with. Right, um, or like wow. just some stuff is just punishing. Like like uh, there's a there's a a line of games called World of Darkness that is yes, basically like uh, what if the monster mash was real? Like, and each book is a different like monster Ooh. where it's yeah. like what in, if vampires in are real? Contemporary life. Yes, yeah, in modern in the modern world. So vampires exist and they run like giant political games where they're constantly trying to main uh, control territory um, and maintain their own weird hierarchies of vampires while also trying to remain hidden. Um, werewolves are all about patrolling and maintaining the balance between the human and the spirit worlds. Um, it's like for Frankenstein's, there's beings called Prometheans who are like artificial people brought back to life, and they're like by alchemy, and they're constantly like negotiating these like unstoppable emotions that manifest as like natural disasters around them, so they have to be running from town to town, and like so on and so forth. And these are all really interesting and really really compelling, but. There's no, there is very little room for levity. They're they are all emotionally very dark and very dour. In the vampire one, you aren't a person anymore. You are like 
the, one of the key mechanics is holding on to your humanity. And it is very easy to lose it and very hard to get it back. Oh, boy. Um, in the Promethean game, mechanically, everyone will hate you. Um, there's a mechanic <laughs> called Discord where just you being in the same place for a while will just make everyone grow resentful for you in, in like, a certain way. And, like, each kind of Promethean makes people hate them in different ways. So, you're, yeah, they're, you're dealing with very, very heavy feelings in every line of this, like, RPG franchise, which is really fun to read and, like, really interesting to go over, but requires a very specific kind of table chemistry oh, gotcha. in order yes, to yes, play. Yes. Mm, yes. It's an important alchemy of players. It's like... It's like if you're, you know, in a car and someone hands you the aux cable that that's actually, like, a very important responsibility mm -hmm. and you don't... You... I love musicals, but I don't play show tunes in a car <laughs> of people who I don't think are going to be susceptible to this. Like, you don't break this game out for just anybody. Mm -hmm. You gotta be in the exact right company of people to, to bust out this game. Um, certified freaks only. Absolutely. Good thing Absolutely. we're a bunch of freaks. Good thing we're a bunch of nasty freaks. Yeah. So yeah, instead of filming something in September, we're just going to play this game. Yes, actually, yes, I think we're just yeah. going to play like a nice long campaign of this game. What we'll do is we'll shoot and stream an actual play of us trying to learn how to play this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to yeah. be good. Everyone's going to love Much watching us uh, scroll through the same PDF. I'm like, what the fuck? So I got to do this? It honestly seems like I would want a virtual DM for this, mm -hmm. where, like, the, the rules were just so clear and apparent to me, as opposed to, like, trying to navigate yeah. it in a tabletop sense. Yeah, oh, yeah, almost like it'd be better as a video game than as a tabletop I think, game. I think so, yes. Video games are famous for, like, you know, you can have play games where you have, like, a food management meter mm -hmm. and, like, a sleep meter. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you haven't had any fruit. Here's the quest notification. You gotta eat fruit mm. in the next five hours. Or you, or you can do that, but then that's, like, the focus of the game. Um, like, there's a mm. game, I think yes. it's called Red Flesh, that is explicitly an, e an economic horror game. Uh, where it's the zombie apocalypse, but all of it is centered around making and spending money. Um, because the only way to make money is by, the best way to make money is by killing zombies, but that puts you at risk of infection. And infection course, is slow. It's not immediate, but care is expensive. So it's all about negotiating, like, what are you willing to do to make money to keep yourself alive in this zombie apocalypse setting? That's it's amazing what people can do with their time. Yeah. Just 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 like amazing, you know, that someone can be like, I really like the 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 management side mm -hmm. of the zombie apocalypse mm -hmm. and could just like turn that turn that over. Like how I always wanted there to be like 
a really in-depth exploration of the game makers in the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I want to know all about their life yeah. and the the back backroom politics of putting that kind of shit on and who makes the decision of mm-hmm. if we're going to have crazy dogs in this year's mm-hmm. game or whatever. Well, that, that <laughs> really is, I think, wanna, part of why we're see, see what those I think we're kind of dealing with in... We're reaching peak... Art, like everything, we're reaching peak media. So, like, there are games yeah. where it's just you run a store or you run, like... A bed, like a bed and breakfast, just a just absolute uh, 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 minutia that you can do that instead of playing Dungeons and Dragons, you could play the tabletop game where you make a fake store. You do <laughs> you do retail role play. You start the a small R in RPG <laughs> stands for retail RPG um, for for entrepreneurs like small for people like with capital a letters set. small business owners. Yeah, a hundred percent. The 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 you know you the the absolute for the for the for the rise and grinders. Mm-hmm. They deserve RPGs too. <laughs> um, where you learn, where you learn. Anyway, Justin, that really was something. Yeah, that was, that that was something. buddy. That was something. Yeah. So that was my something. I I, I knew Justin would come in clutch with a real something. <laughs> with a real something. Oh, yeah, guys, I'm that sorry. That was really something. Vern brings really in like an indie band, and I bring in uh, a beloved one of classic video games RPG. Of all time, and Justin comes in with something that only Justin knows about. <laughs> <laughs> Justin actually created was. this game. It's you but know that's also like ninety percent of point. my media it's, diet. Exactly. It's like no, Justin would be like, I actually follow this YouTuber who is like a a, a monarchist, and I want to tell you about this guy who just loves the king. <laughs> I well that'll be the We're next one. We're supposed to be I I it's uh, to me this this show is uh, uh talking about media that uh that's part of our personality that we don't get to talk to, uh, talk about on movies for babies. And, Absolutely. Uh, and uh th- I mean that's I I think we got a with with love, we got a very Justin ass choice from Justin. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It was not. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was not dissing my friends Justin. <laughs> no, uh, what he what it, he brought to the table. It, and also, like, uh, you know, I am going to be thinking about what if the sun, what it was like if the sun was on a pendulum for a long time. Now, that's very fascinating. Fern, that's let me crazy. tell you, that's, that's nuts. Don't. It's not worth your time. I'm gonna no, make. I... I'm gonna make a game based on that short interstitial segment from the holy grail where the sun is jumping up and down what if that was happening that world would be crazy well, no it's just you know like as someone who uh who considers himself to be a, a storyteller uh it is interesting to think about like all the stories i think about all like all the character bits that we come up with all this stuff uh, it's always in a world with our existing weather system. <laughs> uh, you know, I never, I never contemplate like a story of like, what if this happened? You know, and it's like stuff like that is very fascinating. Well, that's why you got to read Discworld, Vern. It's, it's, it's all, like it's basically that as like a constant background gag. That's something. That's something. And that <laughs> was something.